And welcome to episode 20 of the Western Corner Flag, the season so far. Mm. So, in today's episode, we've actually got quite a bit to cover. So, first up, we'll be giving you a review of the season so far, all the highs and all the lows. Uh, all the banter. Yes, including <laughs> some banter from this evening's game between mm. Adelaide, United and Perth Glory. Mm. Stay tuned. <laughs> Someone was made to eat their words. Right. And we got some more developing stories on the National Second Division. Mm. And we'll also be covering uh, the, the new look FFA Cup. That we didn't get to cover in uh, last time's episode. Sorry we missed out on that, guys. Um, we'll be discussing whether Matt Ryan will actually play a game for Arsenal. Will he? And that uh, there's a new Australian playing in the EPL. Uh, stay tuned to find out who it is. And we'll also be looking at the Asian Champions League qualifiers for the A-League teams. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in April. Mm, not too far away. Not too far away at all. All right, stay tuned. And as always, like, share, and subscribe to the Western Corner Flag on YouTube, Facebook, Facebook Twitter, and Instagram. And listen to our recording on SoundCloud. All right, let's get stuck into it. Yes. So, uh, there's been... Uh, back and forth between this in this season in the opening stages, as I'm sure you can imagine. Yeah. And so, speaking of Adelaide United, Glory played them on January the twentieth, which was our opening game, um, which Glory won five three. Um, we both attended live. Um, there were a variety of goal scorers. Yes, there were. <laughs> there were a lot. It was kicked off by a penalty from Neil Kilkenny, arguably one of the best midfielders in the league. Mm -hmm. Although someone will disagree with that. Cough, cough, Stephen Malk. Stephen Malk. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that game uh, kicked us off. It was a solid win, but towards the end of the game, when we were winning 5-1, like I think. Yep, yep. Uh, um, that was when the fragilities started to appeal. Um, we had a very young defensive side. I think Luckman was the oldest mm. in that, that defence. Um, Attacking-wise, very good. One of the best in the league. Yes, our, yep. uh, our attacking yep. uh, third has got some of the, the best players in the league at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick D'Agostino, Andy Keogh, Bruno Fornaroli... Uh, Diego Castro, uh, I think Chris Economides is mm. set to come back from injury yep. uh, within the next couple of weeks, mm -hmm. pending uh, situations being returning to normal. Mm -hmm. And 
Yeah, so the glory actually after that match went on a two match losing streak. Yeah. Um, very disappointing. But we sort of knew. Mm. It, the first, like the next game was against Mel, uh, Western United, mm. and that was a goal fest. Oh, yeah, that was, that was crazy. That was that second half. Uh, it was just uh, pure and utter madness. It was goal scoring fest. It holds the record for the most goals scored in a A-League half. Mm. Um. And to give you an idea of how many goals were scored in that half, yeah. uh, at halftime, the scores were 1-0 to the Western United. Mm. And at full time, it was 5-4 to Western United. A total of eight goals were scored in the second half. That is absolutely bonkers. Yeah. People that say that the A-League is boring have just been made to eat their words. Yes. And there's a, been a, a lot more attacking style of play in yeah. this season in particular. Uh, what do you think that's down to? Well, I'm going to say that, you know, the, the amount of young players in the league mm. has definitely increased. Um, with COVID severely limiting the wages of the big clubs. Um, and just from um, what I've seen, I think Richard Garcia plays a very different style of football to Tony Popovich. Mm. Popovich kind of reminded me of Jose Mourinho um, a lot. Like he would try to get the 1-0 win, try to close out the game, go ultra-defensive. Um, whereas Richard Garcia, he's not afraid to um, yeah get, get the guys to shoot um, as we even saw tonight, Daniel Steins, I think even if we were playing under Kenny Lowe in the Kenny Lowe era, he would have tried to pass that off and walk into the net, mm. which I think has really, you know, improved the glory um, in the last, yeah, last few games. Um, we're still, you know, we, we need Ota and Landcamp to come back. But... Um, well, Ota is out of quarantine yeah. uh, as of last Saturday. Mm. Unfortunately, situations transpired that... He was unable to get across mm-hmm. for the game this afternoon yeah. because of the lockdown here in Perth. Mm-hmm. And but hopefully by the time that they play their next game, mm-hmm. he would be in. Uh, he would have rejoined with the squad. And Langkamp, Sebastian Langkamp, is set to fly into Perth next week. So. Well, in a few days' time, actually. So uh, we might actually have a defence yeah. <laughs> this time. Um, uh, so after after tonight's result, beating Adelaide um, 2-1, um, with the previous two games, we lost 2-1 to Melbourne Victory, and we beat Melbourne City 3-1, which I think, again, helped our confidence. I was actually surprised I had Melbourne City to win that game. Me too. I'm pretty sure that everyone had yeah. uh, Melbourne City winning that game, yeah. unless they were die-hard Glory fans. Mm. Um, but the real surprise packets of the season have been Central Coast. I know. They actually don't suck. I know. Alan Stachich has actually got them playing like an actual team, mm. like going back to the Graham Arnold days. Uh, it remains to be seen uh, if this form can continue. Mm. But we, 
uh, here at the Western Corner Flag, uh, behind the club all the way, <laughs> and wanting them to do as well as possible. And for those of you who are who are our international viewers, um, Central Coast the last few years they've been underachieving, to put it lightly. Yes, so, so they in the last three seasons of the A League, mm -hmm. they've got the wooden spoon, mm -hmm. and during that time they've had ownership issues as well, and and a, a whole raft of other off-field yeah. management issues as well. Yeah. Um, but now Alan Stajic is coaching them. Hopefully, they start picking up their performances on and off the field, and hopefully with their improved performance, this would attract some uh, investors in, to buy into the club uh, and actually return the club to the former glories back when they were owned and managed by Graham Arnold. Well, they were owned by Laurie McKenna and managed by Graham Arnold. Always have the fact that they played Champions League football and Melbourne City never did. Well, Melbourne City's getting the opportunity to play that Champions League, <laughs> yeah. League football yeah. this season yeah. if they get into the group stages, that is, if True. they progress into the group stage, but True. Yeah. we don't know. Um, so. Oh, and fun fact Central Coast do have a former Perth Glory player playing in their squad who is playing really well. Ah, uh, yes. Danny De Silva. Yes, he's um, playing really well. Um, it's good to see that uh, Stajic has given him a chance yeah. to put, like, to test out and to actually show what he's made of rather yeah. than being left on the bench. But uh, I think he might also be in contention for a um, potential Socceroos recall. Um, as Australia has pretty strict COVID restrictions, there I saw an article the other day and they were talking about having to field an Australian 11 made up of only A-League players. Um, I still reckon Liam Reddy should be given his first cap for the Socceroos, but... That's yes, I, I just don't see that happening, though. True. Uh, he's a bit too old and I think Redmayne has yeah. the, the number one Gloveman position... Oh. All, all locked up. Adam Federici. Oh, Adam yeah. Federici, yeah, he's pretty good. And, yeah. and, of course, Tando Velafi. Mm -hmm. He's been playing excellent for the glory in the game, in the recent run of games mm -hmm. that he's played in. Uh, now, let's shed, shed some light on Tando Velafi for our audiences. He, I, I, I did feel sorry for him for the last few years because he... I looked at his playing history and he's always been sort of a promising up-and-coming A-League player. But he signed for Glory in 2018 and he actually did not play a competitive game until the end of 2020 in their Asian Champions League. So it is great to see him actually getting game time. Um, I'm going to say it, I think he is a better keeper than Reddy at this moment. I would have to agree with you, just based on performance, yeah. his performance in these last three games, uh, I would say that, yeah. yeah, I would agree with you with that. But we'd love to hear what you guys think of uh, that call yeah. <laughs> it, uh, in the comment box below. Just feel, 
spout off on your thoughts about Tandavalati. I know that there are a lot of people who would have their views on him. Yeah, I think Ray's going to leave at the end of this season. I think he's going to go to MacArthur. Yes. <laughs> um, to just round out. Yeah. The, to complete his A-League club uh, treble or yeah. well, playing at every A-League club. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he would have to play at Melbourne City, Western United and MacArthur mm-hmm. to complete playing for every club, but he's got enough years in him to do that. Mm. Uh, So, a couple of weeks ago, actually, the Australian Association of Football Clubs released their draft paper on what the National Second Division would look like, Mm. and it was actually really detailed. They detail like a, a starting budget like uh, for that each club would have to pay to to be a part of the division uh, and gave it specifics as like infrastructure that they would ha- have to have like a, a three th- at least a 3000 seater stadium uh, and plans to have uh, teams that included a women's team uh, as part of their club, which is also what they're looking to introduce in a few years down the track as well. Um, And they're pretty much saying that they can uh, announce, well, they're just waiting for the Football Australia to announce when the second division would be coming into play. They are all ready to go with the, the running of it, they just need the teams, mm. which is the hardest, the hardest part of the, the process. And they also need investors uh, into the, the competition as well as to back the club's fights to make them financially viable mm. and also to have, a, like, to, to have a, a decent enough supporter base as well. Um, and sponsors. And sponsors for the clubs as well, because yeah. the increased exposure for the clubs um, would mean that there would be a greater need for investment from sponsors, mm. and but the semi-professional teams in Australia don't really have that uh, good sponsorship. Mm. Some of the, I mean, some of the. Eastern States clubs do, but uh, not uh, like in Sid, like some of the Sydney and Melbourne clubs, but not all of them. So that would be something that needs to be ironed out. Um, and yeah, um, so um, they're just releasing, they're just waiting for an announcement from Football Australia, but. I don't think that is going to come soon because Football Australia has got a lot of things on its plate at the moment. (laughs) Uh, They're just coming out of um, unbundling the the A-League and the W-League and the Youth League, uh, which have gone off and formed their own uh, private entity, uh, which 
makes up the Australian Premier Leagues, um, and and they're working on achieving uh, a few more of the more manageable and achievable uh, principles of the uh, the FFA eleven principles that were released late last year. Um, before this, they even talk about the second division. But it's always fun to speculate which teams would be included in the national second division. So the, the report from the AAFC said that they would initially have 12 teams from around the country um, in making up um, uh, the, the inaugural clubs. Um, yeah, so, uh, and I'm, I am wanting to distance uh, from having it mainly be a Victoria and New South Wales dominated mm. um, team. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, Wollongong Wolves, Canberra, a new Canberra team such as Canberra United, uh, South Melbourne, uh, Sydney United or Sydney yeah. Olympic, yeah. and uh, Melbourne Knights, of course, but those would be the only teams from uh, New South Wales and Victoria that I would include in the national second division yeah because if they if they do have promotion and then those sydney and melbourne teams are the only teams that go up into the a-league then you end up with a league which is just sydney and melbourne teams yeah which is not good and so the other teams i would include at, to make up the rest of the 12 would be uh either brisbane strikers or brisbane city either of the two uh or they could merge their bid or they could like merge and form a super bid <laughs> uh, and Perth SC yeah uh, Perth SC of course uh, Far North Queensland Fury yes, Cairns FC <laughs> Gold Coast United Gold Coast United uh, Adelaide City mm. uh, the, a, a Tasmanian team uh, yeah. and ta speaking of the Tasmanian team uh it, more recently, there's been talk about a Tasmanian team being possibly included in the A-League, um, and that's backed by uh, some like federal politicians as well as the state gov the Tasmanian state government, and they're discussing whether or not to, to redevelop. A, like an existing stadium or build a new stadium or include uh, yeah yeah I think the biggest problem with Tasmania is that from memory they don't have a proper rectangular yeah so that's the, the problem and I feel that the Tasmanian A-League team is being used as bait to get the AFL uh, to have a team an actual team from Tasmania, and that's really not what uh, should be done. <laughs> so we don't want to use the A League as a bargaining chip. No, in politics. Uh, 
And so if, if, if that's the case, then um, they can always include South, uh, an existing team yep. that plays at a, an established ground of mm -hmm. their own or like not use an A-League team as a bargaining chip. Mm. Uh, but hey, what, whatever happens, happens. I hope all states and territories uh, are represented in either the A-League or National Second Division. Yep. And as such, I would also include Darwin Rovers mm. in the Second Division because they play out of Darwin Football Stadium, which is which is actually looks like a pretty decent ground. Yeah. And because I've seen it a couple of times on when they've played FFA Cup games and they've televised it, and it actually looks like a decent stadium. Mm. We'll have to go there on a trip one day and do a vlog. Mm. That'd be cool. Definitely. Yeah. And, oh, and... I move on to the Asian Champions League. Yes. For those viewers that are interested. So, now, on this channel, we love to hate Sydney FC. We, we hate them in the A-League, but unfortunately, we have to support them in the Asian Champions League because they're representing the whole of Australia. And if they don't do well, then we lose spots. Yeah, we, we lose spots. Yeah. And <laughs> which we have done in the uh, we, in, from from this season. from yeah. last season to this season. Yeah. yeah, we've been overtaken by Thailand, mm. uh, and Thailand have got two direct entry slots mm. and one playoff spot. Yeah, and Australia have slipped down the have swapped places with Thailand, which means they only get one direct entry spot into the group stages and two preliminary stage mm -hmm. uh, spots. Yes, now this is from the World Game, um, SBS, a great, great website, um, although they don't show the games anymore in SBS. Damn you. Um, so Sydney were grouped with two-time champions, John Book Motors in Group H, mm -hmm. alongside former winners, Gamba Osaka. Um, and Singapore's Tampines Rovers. Um, so, you know, that's a winnable game for Sydney against the Singaporean club. But, um, yeah, I, I think their hopes for progressing are very limited. Um, mm -hmm. But it will be interesting to see how they go because it's always, always good to compare the standard of our league winners to um, other leagues. Um, hopefully they can do as well as Melbourne Victory did or even better, get to the knockout team. Um, yes, yeah, Melbourne victory last season, uh, it wasn't such a good season for them in the yeah. A-League, but they performed exceedingly well mm. in the Asian Champions League. And they lost to the eventual winners. Yes, yeah. they, they actually did. 1-0. Mm. Yeah. And so if they were only beaten 1-0 by the, the team that went on to eventually mm. win the tournament, then they're doing pretty well. Yeah, exactly. And um, so the other two Australian teams, Brisbane Raw and Melbourne City, will play their qualifiers on the 7th of April. Um, Raw will be versing KR Iloilo. Il Iloilo. Uh, I think I pronounced <laughs> that right. And Melbourne City will be versing Shan United. Now, Shan United sound familiar. I believe they are a Thai team. 
No, they are uh, oh, no. Myanmar team. <laughs> okay. So Sorry, people. Sorry for... <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, they finished first in the Myanmar National League. They have a capacity of 7,000 seats in their stadium. And um, the Philippine, the team, the Filipino team that Brisbane is versing, KR Iliolio, uh, I think I butchered that. Um, they have a capacity of 7,000 as well. Um, they finished second in the Philippines Football League. But I'm going to say it now, both Aussie teams progress. But not, not comfortably. At, at, at least progress to the playoff stage where they will meet tougher opponents. Yeah. Hopefully they can get out of that playoff stage and into and mm. both progress into the group stage. Yeah. Uh, because, and also probably do well in the, the group stage. Yeah. Because I have had a look at the, the group's that uh, would have those playoff uh, teams in them. And those look like pretty easy groups. I say that with a lot of trepidation, but... Uh, our, our mate in TAF would uh, disagree with you. Mm, yes, he would. And so it looks like both groups would be uh, simple for the A-League teams to get out of, but you never know. And yep. so speaking of next, uh, the current season of the uh, current, uh, the next, sorry, the next edition of the Asian Champions League, uh, Australia would have one direct entry slot and two preliminary stage slots, which is uh, what they've, got this season and from next next season uh one of the uh preliminary stage slots would go to the winner of the 2021 ffa cup mm. and the the winner of the alien grand final so the ffa cup actually means something else. i know and speaking of which that gives a good segue to Talking about the FFA Cup. Okay, and so this 2021 uh, season of the FFA Cup has had quite a few changes uh, to its draw and to its act, like to the venues that it's held at, specific, more specifically in the semi-final stage and the final stage. So the semi-finals would be, semi-finals and finals would be held on standalone weekends. Yep. Uh, and with the final being played at a neutral venue. Mm. So... Away, tri away trip if Perth get in. Away trip if Perth do get in. And hopefully they can actually f pick uh, a stadium which can actually have... Uh, a decent amount of fans at it yep. Yep. and hope well i say this with the final being held in later in the year but you never know restrictions may still be in place um but in the lead up to the final being which is being played in later in the year that the week leading up to it 
is going to be a festival of football week. Mm. So uh, there would be and and such there would be events that would be promoting the game uh, in that c- city uh, and hyping it up. So it gets the best amount. It gets the maximum amount of fans attending and mainstream coverage. Mm-hmm. So that's what the FFA are hoping can happen, like hoping you can get a lot of eyeballs on it that yeah. way. Yeah. Um, I found an article from Sporting News mm-hmm. um, and it says, for the first time, the 2021 FFA Cup will have an open draw where any team from any league in Australia can be drawn against each other once the preliminary rounds reduce the amount of entrance to 32. So what this means is previously, once they entered at the round of 32 stage, A-League teams were always drawn away against lower league opposition in a bid for the smaller club to guarantee a financial windfall and also ensure at least one NPL team qualified for the semi-final stage. The schedule of the 2021 FFA Cup draws for each round are yet to be determined. However, some state federations have held their draws for the opening round fixtures, but set dates for matches have not been announced. So I guess the cool thing here is, you know, once you get to the round of 32, anyone can be drawn against anyone. Yes, uh, so it could be Perth Glory versus Perth SC at HBF Park. We wouldn't have to hoof it to Dorian Gardens. Even though we love Dorian. Yes, even though we we do have a, a soft spot for Dorian Gardens. Public transport options are very limited. And parking sucks. And parking is a pain. If anyone from Perth SC is watching this, please alert the owner to the fact that parking facilities are terrible. And we hate parking across the road at the shops because people there do not know how to drive. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so speaking of um, international football, although we weren't really... Um, <laughs> Matt Ryan could make his Arsenal debut this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, this is pre- predominantly an A-League show. We do like to talk about the Aussies overseas. Um, so Arsenal uh, taking on Aston Villa in the Premier League at Villa Park on Saturday, 11.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time um, with their first choice stopper, Bernd Leno, um, being suspended um, for a handball in his previous match. Um, they had, did put on their replacement um, in their last game, Alex Runnison, um, but apparently he was lacking confidence. Um, a bit inexperienced, you know, might need Matt Ryan to come in and stay the ship. Um, but yeah, that would be, um, would be a great, great achievement. He'd be the second Aussie to play for Arsenal after, I believe it was Graham Arnold. Possibly. Maybe not Graham Arnold, but I know there was an Aussie that played before him, but I just I can't think of it off the top of my head. Okay. Yes. Um, but we'll, we'll 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 comment on the video and um... and uh, speaking of which, the EPL has now another Australian outfield player mm. after Aaron Moy went to ch- to play for Shanghai. Mm. Now this he. Made his debut last week's game. Yeah. Uh, so he, he did. He made his senior de- debut um, in the FA Cup, but he also went on to play in the EPL. Um, so he made his debut against Shrewsbury um, when they won two 0 
And that was in the FA Cup. Yeah. And mm. he made his EPL debut. Ooh. Well, last week, I think, against... Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, but he played against uh, Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. So, don't know why that was slipping my mind, but you know the legendary um, Matt Ryan's Arsenal versus Caleb Watts's Southampton. Yes, and Caleb Watts was the 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 debutant mm. who uh, played for uh, well EPL debutant yeah. um, for uh, for Southampton. Mm. And so, but he has not been capped by the Socceroos. Not yet. No. Uh, Graham Arnold is listening, or anybody from within the Socceroos camp is listening. Please cap him. We don't want another Lyndon Dyke situation happening here, mm. because he is being courted by other countries to play, yeah. <laughs> and we do not want to see him play for another country. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, and just to round out the episode, uh, Newcastle Jets have re- have signed two players from the Malaysian League mm-hmm. on loan just today. Um, so we looked to see what impact they will have on the club. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they can get the club's on-field performances to lift, um, which, to be to be fair, um, Newcastle haven't been doing that badly this season. Yeah, actually. Um, but hopefully with these new players in the team, mm. they can continue making strides in an upward direction. Uh, just to correct me, um, on my last point, it was John Cosmina. I was getting mixed up. Don't know why, but John Cosmina played for Arsenal. Um, and yeah, j- just um, back to those Malaysian players. I think it's good. I think it's good. We should be we should be learning in more players from the Asian leagues that are in really close proximity to us. I think. Yeah. Both parties. And because because this season the A League has got five Japanese players. Yeah. Uh, spread out amongst the the different clubs mm. um, and also uh, other players from the Malaysian yeah. like these two players from the Malaysian League uh, and I, I definitely think the A-League should also um, be looking to have players from the AFC nations play in the A-League yeah I think there's just such a big potential TV market there as well. Yeah. Um, in Southeast Asia, in Asia. Um, but yeah, so just to wrap up the episode, um, just to recap, Central Coast are first, Brisbane Roar second, Perth Glory move up to third. For West- the moment. <laughs> Western Sydney United fourth, Sydney FC is fifth, hopefully they keep going lower and lower. Adelaide is sixth, MacArthur is seventh, Melbourne City is eighth, Western United ninth, Wellington Phoenix tenth, Melbourne Victory, 11th, and Newcastle Jets at 12th. So maybe they're not... We, we thought they were doing... We thought they were doing well, but uh, sorry. Um, Hopefully those new new guys can lift their performances for the team. Yeah. Uh, we've got our fingers crossed for you guys at Newcastle. Um, 
hopefully you can also find a new owner as well because you've also been going through some ownership changes and that's to say the least of your problems. Yeah. If anyone's watching this from Newcastle, please buy a membership to your team. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for watching this episode. Uh, as always, please like, share and subscribe to this channel and leave a comment down below. Ring the bell for notifications on new content and uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and also catch episodes of our recordings on SoundCloud. And stay tuned because there is going to be a big event on February 27th on the channel. We have a very big guest coming on. He's got a lot of Instagram followers. I'm surprised he replied to me. Yes. So stay tuned for that. Mm. And until next time. Thanks, guys. <laughs>